Ah, compassion. Show compassion for your fellow humans by wearing a mask. It's a small sacrifice to make to protect your fellow humans. If you don't, we're going to beat the crap out of you. Hello, this is Karen. And this is Kevin. And And this this is is Right From from Us. Yeah, that's about the truth. I, I was, you know, a few weeks ago, we were talking about the the customer of a Canadian tire store that was uh, getting uh, handcuffed by employees of the tire store. And I said, at the time, I said, there's got to be more to the story. Yeah. And there was more to the story. The, the, the video part just before that was the customer uh, basically pushing the employees, you know, so he... So he basically started the aggression. Brought it on. Yeah. You know, the 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 tire store employees definitely got overly aggressive. So anyway, as I was researching that, I came across all of these stories, especially in Canada, where yeah, what is going on with you Canadians? People are just getting beat up because they're not wearing a mask. Everybody is so on edge up there. It's like what is going on up there? You know, they've had. Massive, major lockdowns in Canada. Massive lockdowns. And curfews. It's like... Why? It, there's no scientific reason for a curfew. What The, the virus doesn't come or it comes out at, at night or something? And, like, and people out there that are rolling your eyes when we say there's no scientific evidence, prove it. There, show, show some scientific evidence that what the, the degree of of the level of insanity that we've reached in this country in Canada... Yeah. Well, yeah, like there, there's nothing to support that level. Yeah, and, and you know, all all kinds of numerous places they were making restaurants close early. It's like it's like what what does that have to do with anything? Well, still, I think it's just asinine that you have to walk into a restaurant wearing a mask, yeah. and you walk ten feet and sit down. And you take your mask off. I guess COVID just hangs around the cash registers. Yeah. It doesn't go anywhere else in the restaurant. It just doesn't make any sense whatsoever. And by the way, COVID is going to be the subject of this podcast. We have a lot to say about COVID. Oh, my. Okay. Yes. Oh, and speaking of people getting attacked, what were you telling me about that 65-year-old woman? Yeah, there was also, uh, there's a video of a woman, and it was the Bank of America, where she was refusing to wear a mask, and they wouldn't. They wouldn't serve her, and they called the police. And then the the video is of the police uh, body cam of of him arresting her and basically tackling her. And you know the the article I was looking at was, you know, saying this. Look at this outrageous attack of this police officer on this helpless sixty five year old woman. You know, if the police ask you to put your mask on or the police ask you to do something, you should do it. Now, wait a minute. What, why did they attack her or why did they tackle her? Because she was refusing, she was refusing to put a mask on and she refused to So she was resisting leave. arrest? Yes. And she re- resisted arrest and then she basically pushed the officer away and he said, that's enough. You know, he basically tackled her and handcuffed her. You know, so two things with that story. A sixty-five-year-old lady. Well, you can't treat the police like that. You really can't. You you have to. I mean, they're they they're the authority. You have to respect that authority. You can you can hash it out at the station or with your lawyer or whatever. But at that moment in time, 
the police have no idea what you're capable of. If you've got a hidden weapon, they're just protecting themselves and doing what they can to protect others around you. So that was, that was dumb on her part. And two, the, the place, the bank of America or any place that you go, they don't have to serve you. Okay. They have the right to refuse to serve you. So if you don't follow the rules, whether you believe in them or not, or you agree with them or not, doesn't matter. If they are, t- if you want to do your business at that establishment at that point in time, and you're not following the, their rules, they have the right to kick you out. So if you don't want to wear a mask, then you could leave. Yeah. And the lady was right. It's not a law. The, the mask ordinance is not a law. It's just a whatever it is. Well, that just goes just back. Proclamation. That's or the something. same thing was with wearing a shirt, shoes and whatever. Yeah. You know, if you don't, if you come into an establishment with no shoes on, they have a right to say, I'm not going to serve you unless you put shoes on Yeah. because that is their rules. That is. Yeah. And if, you know, you don't have to stay, you can leave. And that's the same, same kind of thing with doctors too. Just because they're a doctor doesn't mean they have to, they have to treat you. They have, they have the option of saying, of declining your case. I don't, I think people forget that, that it's a service that they're offering you. They don't have to do it. If you don't follow their rules. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, she, she didn't obey the police and, uh, and, and she got, you know, arrested and tackled and that, that's, you know, kind of off the subject or uh, uh, all of these George Floyd situations, things like that basically are because they didn't obey what the police said, you know? Right. And as a matter of fact, speaking of George Floyd, the the autopsies, several independent autopsies have come back to indicate that his cause of death was not suffocation, but a drug overdose. Yeah, he had enough fentanyl in his system to kill a horse, they say. So, But I do believe that millions were awarded to George, George Floyd's 20, family. $27 million. Yeah. It hasn't been finalized yet, but the city council of Minneapolis approved $27 million award to George Floyd's family. So $27 million was awarded to the family simply because he had a drug problem. That's what it boils down to. And he made bad life choices. That's, but see, that's not, that's not the narrative that the media wants you to believe. They don't want you to know the whole story. They don't want you to know the context behind something. They just want you to react on whatever part of that story they choose to show you. And I just, I, I don't know. I think people just need to stop reacting and just pause for a moment and think, wait a minute, what's the, what's the story behind this? You know what I mean? There's always two sides to a story. You mean you're supposed to think? I thought you're just exactly. supposed to automatically accept you what know, the news okay. told you and to do. And speaking of thinking, that kind of, we're going to circle back to COVID because that is hot. That's a hot topic for me right now. <clears throat> because it's going to potentially really impact us personally. Well, it's been a year. It's been a year now since the all the lockdowns and all the craziness started. Yeah, so, I guess we're celebrating so. a year anniversary of 15 days to slow the spread. Yeah, two two weeks to uh, flatten the curve, and here yeah, we are a yeah, year later. Flatten the curve, that's what I meant to say. But but speaking of thinking, I think that is one of the things that have has disappointed me the most about this whole COVID fiasco reaction is that people just has have gone along with it instead of at this point in time it it, it astounds me it just it just shocks me that people are not going okay now wait a minute 
we're a year into this. We know more about this virus. It's not as deadly as we thought. 99.1% recovery rate. We have medications out there that can treat this disease. You're asking me to take a vaccine that only has 85 to 90% efficacy on a disease that has 99.1% recovery rate. The vaccine is actually not a vaccine. It's an experimental injectable because it hasn't been approved by the FDA. And people are just lining up by the hundreds. Most people don't know that. Like cattle. Most people don't know the information. All, all that stuff that you just said, most people do not know that. You think that's the reason why everybody's yeah. going along with it? Because they just yeah. don't know? Yeah. Yeah, I was just looking at something else uh, about something that... I hope another, so. Another thing that Facebook is is uh, censoring. I forget what it was, but just, you know, just all of the things that Facebook and Twitter has censored over the year. That you know? is just downright evil. And, and you know, the news, the regular news media just doesn't cover all the things that you just talked about. You know, the fact that it's like a 99.997 recovery rate for people under the age of 50, you know. It's, yeah. just, it's just not out there for, for most people. And most people don't make the effort to research See, stuff. I they guess just, that's what I'm so disappointed about. And whatever's on, whatever the TV says, First that's what they all, do. First of all, people trust the government. Why? Why would you trust the government? They don't care about you. They don't care about anything to do with you. All they care about is votes and money. That's it. That's all they care about. They don't care about you. So why would people trust them? Firstly, you know, and secondly, why would you not want to know more about something that they're injecting into your body? You have no idea what what long term repercussions these injections are going to to cause. I mean, they you just don't know what's going to happen six months from now, a year from now, five years from now. Are, are people going to start coming down with this mysterious illness that they're going to trace back to the COVID injectable? Yeah, it's almost it's kind of almost like we're in a science fiction movie or yes. something right now because you see these these yes. uh, scenes of like a whole parking lot full of cars of people getting their their arms injected. You know, yes. Like they just stick their arm out and they get injected and they drive on. It seems like something from a movie or something. It's so bizarre to me that people are behaving this way. And then like you go to the grocery store and people are just like zombies just walking around with their face diapers on and just looking dead. You know, I mean, it's just. It's because they don't have enough oxygen. Well, that too. And that's another thing. I mean, are are we going to find a study months, years from now where people are starting to come down with pneumonia or some kind of lung disease because they're, they're. That's interesting that you say that because back in 2008, Dr. Flip-Flop Fauci yeah. co-authored a, a study that, sh- that showed that the 1918 flu epidemic, most people died from bacterial pneumonia and not the virus. Because they were wearing masks. Well, I don't know. It didn't, it didn't, didn't make that connection. And if you, if you fact check it, it'll say, no, it's not because of masks. But that, well, then, there was a big controversy in 1918 about masks, too. People didn't want to wear masks. Well, then how are they dying from pneumonia and not from the from the disease itself? I don't know. They just, What's they, the correlation? They had, well, I mean, there was masks. They mm. had masks. But, and back then, no telling what they were made out of. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, they, they have slides of people's um, lung material from back then that they were analyzing. And this, this is a 2008 
paper written by Dr. Fauci and some other doctors stating that the, the real cause of death for people in 1918 was bacterial pneumonia and not the virus. So, you know. And speaking of Dr. Fauci, geez, I just really dislike that man. His latest interview, what was it on CNN, MSNBC, DEF, I don't know, uh, where he was talking. He couldn't give a reason as to why, even if you're vaccinated, with the experimental injectable, because I'm sorry, I'm not going to call it a vaccine until it's been thoroughly vetted and tested and approved by the FDA, which I'm still suspicious of. Um, <clears throat> even if you've gotten the injectable, you know, you're allowed to, you're allowed to commingle with your family, small, small numbers, but you're not allowed to travel yet. And when asked that question, Dr. Fauci did not have an answer. So to me, as a, I want to say somewhat intelligent person, <laughs> that, that is potentially debatable, but I mean, why would you look at that? And then if, if they can't, they're stumbling over their words, they have no concrete answer, and yet the science, 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 yet they don't have an answer to a simple question. They're just making it up as they they're go along. They're making it up as they the, go along. Here's the CDC. And, and why are people going along with it? I yeah. just don't understand I know, because, it. Because what Dr. Fauci says changes like every month. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Nobody CD. knows what they're talking about. They're all making it up as they go along. Here's the CDC guidelines for fully vaccinated people. Uh, they say grandparents that are vaccinated can now, they now have the blessing, they now have the blessing to hug their grandkids without wearing masks. <laughs> wow. Thanks, government. Appreciate that. Pre I appreciate your permission to, uh, and to those, see my family. Those, have been, those who have been fully vaccinated can get together with one household of people who aren't inoculated, as long as those people are not high risk for the coronavirus. And if the grandparents have been vaccinated, they can visit their daughter and her family, even if they haven't been vaccinated. <laughs> this is crazy. So I saw this today, as a matter of fact, there's, there is a, the first legal case has been started against the experimental injectable in New Mexico. Um, and the reason why this was brought about is because first responders were being forced, mandated to get the experimental injectable. I'm going to keep calling it that because it's not a vaccine at this point. And <clears throat> so one brave individual stood up and said, no, this is not right. You can't make me do this. I'm not going to do it. So a lawsuit has been filed. The first of probably many. And it's a really great interview. I don't know if you can put a link to that in mm. the show notes or not. But um, he's interviewing the lawyer involved with this case. And she goes into detail about how the only reason the government is being is allowed to get away with this mass vaccination process is because we're under a state of emergency. But, you know, if you look at the criteria for the emergency, that's long past. We should actually not even be under this state of emergency anymore. And if that's the case, then they can't force people to get the injectable, the experimental injectable. I also heard that you, they couldn't force you to get the injection 
Because it was still experimental. Correct. It's an experimental injectable. It is not technically a vaccine because so it hasn't gone through the that, process to how test can that it. County even do that. Right. Exactly. And the the reason they can do it is because we're under some kind of emergency mandate. But she's hoping to take this case. We're, we're she's hoping that this will be um, a, a case that sets the precedent precedence for future cases, and that she is hoping that it goes all the way to the Supreme Court, and that they have to debate it. Because if if it can be determined that this we're no longer under this emergency state mandate whatever she calls it in here um then it's just like a house of cards and everything falls apart and the reason why this is important to me personally is because since i'm a healthcare worker at this point in time we're still given the option to get this experimental injectable what are you gonna do when they make it mandatory exactly i've been thinking a lot about that and i'm already irritated and worked up by the fact that we have to get um, a yearly flu vaccination, which I have so many thoughts about and I don't agree with, and I've only done it just to keep my job. But this I feel very strongly about because this, you just don't know what they're injecting into you. You just don't know. It's not a vaccine. It's not a vaccine. It's, it's they're injecting RNA into you, not yes. a dead virus. Correct. So, yeah. Which... I mean, not to be a conspiracy theorist, but you have to wonder years from now, is there some kind of component in this injectable that they can trigger and suddenly all the people that have gotten it? That sounds like a conspiracy theory. Are you a conspiracy theorist? But think about it though. If all the military are forced to get it, that would be an ideal time to render us defenseless. Yeah, they said that the... You just, you'd have to think about these kinds of things. I hope I'm completely wrong. They, well, they said... That you don't know. Yeah. That's well, just sure, it. We don't know. Yeah. They said that when they tested this mRNA uh, injection on animals, the animals were fine for a certain period of time. Yes. And then they just got exposed to a certain virus or something. Yes. Then they would just drop dead. And their body didn't recognize it as as a virus to fight, and it overtook their body and they died. They have not had a successful animal trial with this experimental injectable. We've got the trial going on right now with humans. Well, that's just it, and that's her case. This lawyer that's that's taken on this case in New Mexico, she's what's talking her, about how we're, we're, humans her, are being like guinea pigs. What's her credentials? You know, I... I, I listened to that. I didn't really. I wasn't that really that impressed with her, to tell you the truth. Well, but that's not the point. The point is, to me, the point is we're having the conversation is starting, and I'm hoping that this starts more lawsuits, more investigations, more attention, you know, to the public. Yeah, that there's you, a problem. Yeah, well, that, that you don't have to just bend over and just take just take the shot, you know. Right. But that's just it. People right now don't, but they're choosing to. That's what floors me. That's what absolutely astonishes me. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we're not anti-vax vaccination or anything like that. No, absolutely not. I mean, for for things that are deadly, for sure. Absolutely. uh, Smallpox and measles and things like that. But for this specifically with the data that we have. Yeah, it's not deadly. The science behind this data. why Why would you... 
take a vaccine. Exactly. Of course, you could make the same argument about the flu vaccine too. It's not absolutely the flu's not that deadly. Absolutely, one hundred percent agree. So, so why so are why they are you mandating it? Why are you doing that? Well, because I want to keep my job. You can quit if you want to. Well, I I may get to that point if if and when they they finally mandate the what about what if you vaccine. just said that about the flu. You know, we tried to fight that when you first, when they first, yes. and then I, I actually talked to an attorney and the attorney just basically laughed about it. He just, no, we're, you know, yeah, you're, you're not going to be able to do anything on that. Right. And again, it's just, it's one of those situations. And on one hand, I get it because I work in healthcare and you don't want to be someone that brings sick people more disease. I totally get that. I do. And if this is a condition of employment at this place, then I can I can leave. I don't have to do it. But I think at this point in time, given what's going on now with this experimental injectable, if this ever if and when this ever gets through the FDA and they've they've tested it and now it's a vaccine, it's been approved, they've gone through all their trials, and now the hospital is mandating me to do it, I think at that point I'm gonna probably have to find another job because well, I have to put my foot down somewhere. I don't believe in this at all. You know it's going to get approved. I'm just hoping it takes a long time. Yeah. Because How I mean the normal process 15 years or 10 years. Yeah, exactly. Usually, but. The normal process is quite lengthy and so I don't okay, know. Okay, so so say it does go through the normal process and it gets approved and everything, all the tests are fine. Would you feel differently about it? That's a great question. I don't know. I really don't know. I guess it depends and, on the test and say, and say it's 5 years from now and there's, you know, it's 100 you know, there's going to be a hundred million people. There's probably already a hundred million. I think no, so. I think there's like 65 million people that have yeah, been vaccinated or something like that. But by the, by May, I think they're projecting so at least five 100 years. Million. If everything's fine, people aren't keeling over. Do you think you'll change your mind? Potentially. I'll readdress it. Sure. But at this point in time, no, no, yeah. not, not going to yeah, happen. Especially now that it's, it's in the experimental stage. I mean, it's just, right. and I'm sure it's more than likely fine. I hope so, but I really you don't know. It's hope experimental. So. It's, I really, it, truly not been enough testing. hope that I'm just being overly cautious and paranoid. Mm. I really do. But she also goes on to say she talks about what you've been saying for a long time: how the tests themselves are completely flawed. Yeah, the PCR test is what they use. The PCR test basically it doesn't look for the virus; it looks for a segment of DNA. And what they do, they get this tiny, uh, minuscule piece of your genetic material, mm-hmm. and then they they amplify it. They like cycle it over and over and over and over and over to make it to where the machine can read it or whatever reads it. Right. And <clears throat> supposedly anything over about fifteen to twenty times. You're just like you're widening your margin look, for error. Anything over about fifteen. 15 times amplification, mm-hmm. it's it's just not accurate. It's, right. it's producing all right. kinds of false positives. Right. Because at that point, it could be picking up anything. It does. It, if it picks up anything, that doesn't necessarily mean it's COVID-19. It could be Ebola. It could be SARS. It could be a mutation of coronavirus. It could be anything at that point. Um, but they're counting it as COVID. So you guys have got to watch this video. It's really good. It's really eye-opening. And this is probably not anything you're going to hear on the mainstream media. So so anyway, we've got in our town, we've got the, the uh, COVID-19 Road to Recovery Plan the city council came up with the other day. 
I don't think it actually got approved yet, but this is what they're going to do. But it's coming. Uh, and that's number um, <clears throat> number 10. You sound so official. They got the they got the the red, yellow, and green. Red, yellow, and green. And we're we're in the red right now. And basically, it's if um, a certain number of cases of COVID per day, and and a certain number of COVID hospitalizations, and the percent of scroll down. I think I might be in the. Oh, go ahead. Don't don't wait on me. Is it number ten? Yeah, number 10. Are you go on number ahead. 10? Well, go ahead. So anyway, um, so we're in the red right now because we have not, not a high enough percentage of residents vaccinated. And then in the yellow, we'll be in the yellow if there's uh, less than 40 new cases per day and if there's less than 50 COVID-19 hospitalizations and 25% of the residents have been vaccinated. It was number 26, by the way. <laughs> what? Mine says 10. <laughs> It doesn't matter. I'm sorry. I just had to throw that in you're there. The, you're looking at the... That's okay. I'm there now. Okay. So go ahead. Okay. So red, yellow, and green. Yeah. And so basically, I guess what my point is, they're setting this up to where we're never going to... We're never going to get to green. We're never going to get to green because... Yeah. Because uh, green green means you won't have to wear a mask. You won't have to social distance and, and that sort of thing. And, and that's uh, less than 20 cases per day, less than 20 people in the hospital... And fifty uh, percent, at least fifty percent of the population vaccinated, right? And right. you know, which remember, if the the tests are flawed, then you're always going to have more than twenty cases well, of COVID, right? And uh, because they're not accurate. Yeah, here's what they're going to do: they're, we're going to get close to the less than twenty cases, and they're going to have one of these big mass testing things. Yeah. Yeah. At the fairgrounds Either again. that or what's happening now. Oh, look, there's a new strain coming, which, of course, because yeah. all these diseases mutate. Yeah, so anyway, the, basically, our city, they're, they're setting it up to where we'll never, we'll never get back to normal. So my question is, how are they going to know if you've been vaccinated or not? You know, that's, that's a good point, you know, because um, <clears throat> just like we were talking about a second ago with, with uh, like venues and things like that, how are they, they going to ask you that? to show your papers? You have to carry a card. Yeah. You're going to have some kind of tattoo, probably how, a card or something. How are they going to do that? But then, I mean, then you could just like, forge a card. Like Ticketmaster. So how do you know it's you, true? When you get your tickets, when you buy your tickets online, you're going to have to submit some kind of a... I don't know. I'm telling you, though, if our city does this, we're moving. I'm not kidding. Some of, some of the things our city has done yes. makes me want to move to a different but county, at least. there is some hope. Because the, they're up for election in April. And I swear, we need to vote every single one of those people out and just flush them out happen. and get something somebody new in there. I, I don't know if it's going to happen or not because well, the, the people that are behind those people are pretty vocal. Yeah. So. If, I mean, I don't know. And this, and this just goes back to people just not educating themselves and not looking deeper into, the, into this stuff and just blindly accepting, accepting what's being told. And it's just, oh, it infuriates me. Because my big thing growing up, my mantra has always been, ask questions. Always ask questions. Always. What's the harm? I'm asking a question. You don't have an answer. Now I'm even more suspicious. You know what I mean? So if, if people don't start asking questions like, hey, why are we doing this again? Tell me why we're doing it. Show me the evidence. 
People yeah. are not doing that. They're just blindly just going along like a bunch of sheeple. And it is just so disappointing. It's just disappointing. It's almost like we need like training in debate or something, you know? Oh, like absolutely. I, I listen to somebody and it's like, man, that didn't sound right, but I can't right. think of the right question to ask. And I think about I think about the question to ask somebody about three o'clock in the morning when I wake up, it's like, dang it, I should have <laughs> asked that. This you goes know? back to what I feel like I say in every single podcast. People are not being taught to critically think. Yeah. They're not being taught to analyze and stop with the emotions, okay? I mean, I know it's it's tempting to just react whenever you have an emotion, but pause take a breath. What's the context? What's the story? People are not being taught to do that. They're just being taught to react. And I just, I, it drives me crazy when that happens. And I don't, I don't know how you could potentially change that. And I don't think that's going to change anytime soon because I mean, look at all the crap that they're trying to push in the public schools right now. All the things they're trying to teach kids. It's just, did you hear about that? Speaking of that, did, did you hear about some school district, I think it was in California, they're, they're requiring their students to do this Aztec chant or something what? like that. Yeah. No, I did I not hear I about that. I, I didn't put that on the list, but that, that was something weird. I think it's San Francisco or someplace, but they're, they're requiring this Aztec chant as part of the oh my kids' gosh. education. That's crazy. You know, your sister-in-laws were on on to something, having homeschooling their kids. You know, at first I was like, Psh, my whatever. I mean, your sister's not your sister-in-law. Sorry. Yeah. <clears throat> and then, but now, honestly, girls, you were on to something because this is just getting out of control and scary out of control. And I don't know if you're out there and you at, at all, I know it's not always possible for every family, but if you're capable in any way to try to stay home and educate your own children, ooh, I think now would be a good time to do that. I did notice that quite a few school board political signs out there lately have you noticed that i, I don't really recall no. that I don't, too much I don't in the past because we had the crazy uh what was that thing called the the, uh, the oppression matrix that the the school board here in springfield was tr was getting oh yeah yeah you know you would you would go through and assess your your white privilege and then you would um find where you were were on the white privilege scale or something like that yeah it's like, you know what, what it's in the world? just sick and insane what they're trying to teach these kids now it's brainwashing there's no other way to say it okay here's an interesting question should you confront friends or relatives who flout covid19 rules so is, if someone found out that i was i didn't wear a mask most of most of the time you're saying that they should come to me and say you really should wear a mask well i don't know should they <laughs> I don't know. Because I, I would just say, well, you should really not wear a mask because I'm I'm protecting your liberties by not wearing a mask. But that that is setting the stage for people to be like pitted against each other. That is absolutely yeah. setting the stage. Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely is. And, and this thing with the uh, with our city, what they're doing is they're going to start shaming people for not having the vaccine and shaming. Well, they're already shamed people for not wearing, wearing the mask. mask. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, I see people, first of all, wearing a mask in the car, driving by themselves, Come which is on, crazy. Come on, people. Seriously, see people that get, is not necessary. Like, from the second they get out of their car wearing a mask into wherever they're going, it's like, what do you think is going to happen? Are people, like, or, or a lone person walking down the street on the sidewalk with a mask on? No one is around. 
you're getting fresh air. You're supposed to be it just, anyway. It just goes back to, you know, what the news it's media. It's just sad. It's what, just sad that people do not think for themselves. That, that's how it's being portrayed in the mu- the news media and people are just believing it, you know? I can tell you one thing. The news media has done a bang up job of just, just scaring the crap out of people. Yeah, it shows you how powerful they are. For sure. Okay, we're getting up there on time. Um, wait a minute. There was something else I wanted to talk about. Um. Let's see. It was down here toward the bottom. Oh, Amazon. Stop selling books that frame LGBTQ as illness. Even though the psychology, the psychiatrist, the whatever profession you want to call that has deemed it as a mental illness. Well, I mean, or cer- have cer- they? certain doctors. Hmm. I mean, it always, that, doesn't, that it, seems like that's In the past, really... it was always considered a mental illness. Yeah, but is it now? now? Now, the majority of the mainstream doctors or psychologists say it's not an illness. It's, a, it's normal. But that just goes back to Amazon, you know, being big daddy here, yeah. you know, and just I mean, saying, that, we're trying to protect you from yeah. yourselves, people. Right. That's To me, that's similar to what uh, Facebook and Twitter did with the frontline doctors when they were yeah. talking about uh, hydroxychloroquine. Mm-hmm. You know, here's a group of doctors that they're actually doctors and they actually prescribe medications and they and they saw patients patients getting better and they were excited to and, share this news and they were completely shut down and facebook took that off it's like okay what who's who's the doctors at facebook that i mean does doc does does facebook have doctors i'm sorry but that's just evil there was something else today that was that was banned on facebook i, I can't remember what it was but it was something something big like that it's like who, who why is facebook doing that because they can i guess it's just they don't have doctors I don't know, man. They're not doctors. So uh, anyway, I'm not okay. on Facebook, so I don't care about that anymore. I don't either. I could care less about yeah. Facebook. <clears throat> but, you know, the thing about it, isn't there like 3 billion people on Facebook? Oh, so, probably. So it's kind of a big problem. Yeah. Oh, 3 billion people. For sure. Aren't, aren't finding out about important that's, things. That's exactly what the problem is, is that people are not taking the time to get all the information. Yeah. They're just taking what's yeah. being fed to them yeah. as gospel truth. Yeah, and a high percentage of people... And we're the ones that are the conspiracy theorists. Yeah, a high percentage of people, get that they only get their news from Facebook. Isn't that crazy? And and Facebook is censoring, yep. so it's like, what do you Isn't expect? Isn't that scary? Yeah, That's a crazy. scary thought. Yep. So, okay, so let's move on to some lighter topics here. So tell yeah, me let's about, get to the fun part. Tell me about your week. How was your week? Uh, busy. You want to give them an up, update I'm on our trailer? Busy. I'm kind of busy because uh, the corporate tax day is Monday, the March 15th. So I've been kind of busy this week, but oh. not not really incredibly busy. Um, and then also at in the evenings I've been working on, we got a little a cargo trailer that we're converting to a... We call her a victory. <laughs> a cargo trailer that we're converting to a camper. Yeah. <clears throat> and you went to the... Habitat for Humanity today? Is that where you went? Yes. And he found some gems, actually, for the camper, for the trailer. Yeah, I, I uh, actually really excited about go to that. the Habitat for Humanity Restore Recycling Place. I used to go there probably once a month just just to yeah. look for stuff, just to see what there yeah. was there. And I really haven't been there too much in the last few months. And, the, and then Karen actually brought it up that that would be a good idea to go there and see if there's any materials that we could use for the, for the trailer. Yeah. 
And I went there today and I actually found some pretty cool stuff. I can't take credit for that though. I've been watching a lot of conversion videos on YouTube because they're so fun and they give you a bunch of different ideas for what you can do. So that's when I was telling Kevin, I was like, hey, have you ever gone over there to look? Because I mean, you can get some good deals. And he did get some good deals. He bought a sink for $15 today that we can use for our kitchen sink. And you found this cool piece. It's a tall cabinet with drawers. You know, and we needed something like that for right, right when you come in the trailer to uh, put your shoes and things like that. Because that's my number one complaint when you go camping is your shoes. Like we're constantly stepping over them and stepping on them. And it's just you never can find a place to put all your shoes when you first walk in. So this will be perfect. We can just pull yeah. out the drawer, put our shoes yeah. in. But it's a little too wide, it, right? Well, deep. Deep. I'm going to have to, no, I'll not have to wide, modif- deep. modify it a little bit. But I- any cabinet that we yeah. bought, we'd probably have to modify because the, oh, you know, the sure. front of the front of the campers rounded yeah, yeah, and yeah. things like that. So, For sure. you know, and I was, I was looking at new cabinets. They're, they're, you know, probably about 10 times as much. Oh a, yeah. For, what for sure. I got, so we're going to save a ton of money. Yeah. So that was pretty good. <clears throat> I've been insulating. I've got the c- ceiling insulated and one side insulated and I've got the, the other side about halfway done so and you painted the studs is that what you did yeah one kind of disappointing thing about this trailer is well there are a few things to be there, honest there are a couple of disappointing things it's a brand new trailer and i was brand expecting it to new. not to find things like this but when i got the boards off the sides i noticed that they hadn't painted the studs they were yeah. and they were sort of rusting already right so that's a little bit disappointing so i just had to paint those with some primer and some paint and then you found holes well, at the bottom. Yeah, that was, I'm not sure why the, at the bottom of the walls, that it's just open. So I I put in some boards to seal that up. Yeah, but I'm, which I'm not sure I don't why know. They built it I mean, like that. if you're, but the, the intended use was a cargo trailer to put, I mean, maybe some muddy, gross, yeah. wet things in there. Maybe yeah. they thought it would just like the, the moisture would drain out that way or something. I, don't know. I think the most disappointing thing to me was we've had a lot of rain these past few days and we have a leak. Yeah. One of the, that makes there, me angry. There's some, some lights, some outside lights around the top of the trailer. And one of the lights wasn't sealed up very well in, and water it seems is getting back behind that light because so, they claim to you well it's got a it's got a one year warranty on the roof so no, no, against roof leaks so yeah that well, was disappointing but well i'll i'll uh, i'll have to contact them about that um and let's see so some funny stuff now some lighthearted things uh this is the babylon b to being guide to being woke some of the stuff is pretty funny um Carefully choose your pronouns and then scream them at everyone you meet. Whenever you go to Costco, loudly scream your pronouns in shoppers' faces. If anyone refuses to celebrate your pronouns, smash smash a giant box of pretzels over their head and call the manager. (laughs) Okay, I thought that was funny. All right, select the most oppressed identity possible. Test people's loyalty to the cause by identifying as a walrus and cancel anyone who doesn't make walrus noises every time they see you. <laughs> okay, I'm the only one that finds this funny. It's just it's just another example of how, of how crazy this has gotten, though. I mean, we laugh at this kind of stuff now, but who knows? At some point, someone may identify as a walrus and... 
we need to start well, I mean, making just like walrus people noises. That, that were walking down the street of Florida, you know, making uh, people kneel down to 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 black people to you know Black Lives Matter. Right. It's like what? And people were doing it. I know it. It's like what? I guess. Well, they didn't want to get knocked in the head and beat up. Well, you know? I mean, that's so. true. If if there's a threat of some bodily harm, I mean. It does make you think twice, that's for sure. Okay, I don't know, so, what would you do? What if, what if someone came to you and they were going to beat the crap out of you if you didn't I kneel don't, down? No. I don't think I would do I wouldn't kneel I down. I don't think I would do it. I would just, I don't, uh-uh. I kneel for no one, thank yeah. you. For no man, anyway. Yeah. But, okay. It's so, the Lord. Yes. Okay, so, so what you got going here's there? some good questions to ask in the conversation starters world. Uh, what weird food combinations do you really enjoy? I know exactly what you're going to say. What about you? <laughs> the only weird thing that I've ever eaten that people, whenever you tell them, they're just like, what? Is uh, It's a candy that my mom made. She would make a, a mashed potatoes, put in a bunch of powdered sugar, roll it out, and then she would smear peanut butter on it and then roll it up and chill it. And it was delicious. It, I know it sounds gross. Mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes, powdered sugar. She'd mix it up really good. Then she'd roll it out. <clears throat> and then she'd smear it with peanut butter, roll it up into a roll, and then yeah. chill it. Well, it I was really making, good. Making pancakes out of your mashed potatoes. You heard of potato pancakes? Uh, yeah, I think I have yeah. actually. I, mean, so I think that'd be fine. Yeah, that'd be fine. I like peanut butter, really peanut butter and ketchup sandwiches. <laughs> that sounds so gross. It actually, you should try it. Oh, it, no. it seems. I can't. It seems like it would be disgusting, just, but it is really like such an odd combination. I don't know because you know ketchup is kind of sweet, and peanut butter. It's just it is great. See, that's just it. I, to me, ketchup doesn't taste sweet. Yeah, it has a lot of sugar in it, though. Yeah, it does have a lot of sugar, but it doesn't taste sweet to me. So I guess that's why I'm having a hard time picturing that. I think taste I, I think combo. I actually got that from my grandmother and i think that your grandfather actually liked what yeah that's what your dad told me peanut butter and ketchup Uh uh-huh huh grandpa hutton interesting i can't say that (laughs) that's okay that's my maiden name who cares i'll have to to beat that out (laughs) (laughs) well you never know nowadays people are crazy they come looking for you and start doing all kinds of weird things um, what's something you really resent paying for? Well, you know what my answer is going to be. Oh, 100%. And I have to agree with you. Ta- taxes. 100%. Especially when you see things like what happened this week with this 1.9 trillion thing. It was, you know, COVID it was relief to, package, even yeah, though a small percentage of it. Had, yeah, only, only 9% of it was Everything else was, had nothing to relief. do with COVID. The rest of it was just a bunch of crap. And I think that they're what's going on around on Twitter now. I think they they, they crunched the numbers. It's about eighteen thousand dollars per person. I think it's more than that. Is it? I thought it was eighteen thousand. I mean, we could probably do the math here, but um, yeah. And they've got all these bailouts for the for these states that that made bad choices. Yeah. Yep. That's right. They did. So now the rest of the the country gets to bail out these states who make a lot of bad decisions all in the name of green energy and whatever else that they're going to label it because that makes them feel superior. Um, let's see. 
what would a world populated by clones of you be it's like? Actually, it's actually $5,700 per person. Oh, I thought it was like 18000 Yeah, I thought it was more than that, too. Well, shame on just, me for thinking Twitter would take, be what they were talking about. Just take, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> just take $1.9 Divided by how many people are? $330 million. Hmm. Well, this is why he does the math and I don't. He's so much better at it than I am. Yeah, it's actually fifty seven hundred. So basically, numbers don't every, lie, huh? You know, everybody's going to get their uh, fourteen hundred dollar check this week. So you're getting fourteen hundred dollars, but you're going to have to pay fifty seven hundred at some point, right? With higher right. taxes or Sounds whatever. Sounds like a deal to me. Yep. Uh, what would a world popula populated by clones of you be like? Other than completely awesome. <laughs> <laughs> It would be a wonderful place, wouldn't it? You know it? what? Okay, let's answer this question for each other. I think if there were a, a world populated by you, I think that there would be very little need for repairmen. Because you are like a jack of all trades. You're just like your dad. You know how to fix anything. It's very impressive, actually. I, I just like fixing things. Well, you're good like at it. Things. You just have a talent for it. Yeah. I think you'd be. I, I just like. I got that from my dad too. My dad fixed. My dad yeah, can fix your anything. Your dad can fix anything yeah. for sure, for sure. Okay, so answer that question for me. What would a? Oh, answer carefully. I don't like that look he's giving me. <laughs> a It'd world be a of world me. full of beautiful women. Oh my lord! <laughs> full of angels. Oh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> well, I think it'd be it'd be a world of smart people. <laughs> And great I have, writers. I have street smarts. I don't know necessarily book smart. So, whatever. Um, do you think that aliens exist? No. I don't think aliens exist. I think there might be life of some form out there, but I don't think there's any intelligent life. That the universe <clears throat> is so big. Don't you think that we would have a picture or something well, I don't at know. this point? I mean, maybe God was like, you know what? I'm just going gonna, gonna to put these humans over here and then... A few galaxies away, I'm going to make another so. life he form. The, he made the universe for us. Well, now, you told me earlier that you felt like there might be some other life forms out there, but maybe not intelligent life forms. I just said that. Oh. <laughs> I just said that. You don't listen to me? <laughs> she doesn't listen to me. Yeah, I, I, don't, uh, I think there's I probably really more, than like, <laughs> more, more than likely there's other things that would be considered life, like, you know, single cell organisms but there's i don't think there's any intelligent life out there hmm. yeah maybe you're right i don't know we we could go into a a, a podcast about that someday about about um evolution and how oh i think it'd be a podcast of basically you talking because you know so yeah, much more about how, that than how I everything do. everything in on the earth is created and it's just how everything there's no way it could have worked out with the evolution the way. Yeah, I know evolution is kind of a hot topic for yeah. you, hot button. Yeah, it just it just impossible. It couldn't have happened in it. I mean, they're saying like, well, we won't get into this, but no, go ahead. <laughs> but you know, they, they they're saying it would take billions of years, but it couldn't happen in trillions of years just to for things to randomly mm -hmm. get together. You know, it's mm -hmm. just impossible. So. Anyway, yeah, he could he we'll, could go we'll on and on about this topic. Trust me, <laughs> it is interesting though. It's interesting, and you know much more about this than I do. Um, where do you get your news? That kind of goes with what we were talking about earlier. 
let's give some people out there some ideas of where maybe some alternative news that you can look into. Because, I mean, what's it going to hurt? Ask questions, right? You know, I have like a long list of websites that I go to. Okay. I I do, you know, like WND.com is one that I go to a a lot. But then one thing I've been doing lately is going to uh, foreign, some foreign websites like hmm. uh, Sky News Australia yeah. and uh, BBC. And, and why do you like those? It just seems do you like, like they're they more are impartial? more objective. Hmm. Interesting. And they, I can they, see that, actually. Whereas the United States news media just right. sweeps everything under the carpet. Yeah. It seems like they actually talk about stuff <clears throat> yeah. on the foreign websites. And um, a lot of good links to stories on the TatumReport.com. That's a good place to go. Um people to listen to i know i personally listen and go to the daily wire i love the daily wire they've got michael knowles and matt walsh um and ben shapiro and candace owens who i think is just the bomb and then you've been really into charlie kirk lately oh yeah charlie kirk he he is 27 years old he's amazing he He is amazing and i I love the things that like the historic Mm -hmm. things he talks about yeah, but he's one smart speaking dude. Speaking of Candace Owens, did you see that she is c- contemplating running for president? Yeah. Why would anybody do that, first well, of all? Well, yes. Uh, I think she would be fantastic. Uh, I just, I don't know. I, just, I think she might be a little too young. I think she should wait How old a is little she? bit. She can't be 30. And what kind of experience Maybe she's she 30. Have? I and don't that, know. You know, if someone... Someone really needs to have been like a governor or some kind of administrative position, don't you think, to well, be a good president? Well, look at Ronald Reagan. Was he governor of California he before he ran into California. for president? Yes. <clears throat> yeah, maybe she needs to start on, on that instead of going for the big the big office. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, like sen- senators, it seems, don't usually make that great of presidents um, because they haven't had administrative experience and you know we've got a senator a former senator as president right now but yeah and aren't senators mostly lawyers uh-huh i mean is that like a criteria no if you want to cri- be a senator no it's not criteria but you know just to be able to argue your point in a lot of oh i, I think she would be, be okay in that arena she's yeah. she's pretty she's pretty yeah. sharp what, what what is her background i wonder i have to um, research that she used to be a democrat actually really yeah and um yeah, she she um she took the red pill, the blue pill, whatever it is that wakes you up. Not not the woke that the buzzword is nowadays, but she's kind of um lifted the fog from her eyes. Um but yeah. So I don't know. That's about all I have for today. Are we getting long We're on time? Way up there on time. Well, I'd say is there anything else we need to talk about? I'm starting a Patreon account. I think that'll be kind of fun. Um, it's going to be a lot of work, but I think it'll be a lot of fun to try it. I don't know if anybody would be interested. I'm going to do a discord server. Why, why are you laughing? <laughs> I'll tell you a second. Oh no. Is it? Is it well, I don't I'm not sure if I want to know. So you've got a Patreon and you're going to have a discord, discord server? server. Really cool. Where we can go and actually talk to each other. And yeah, I think it'll be fun. I've always kind of wanted to start a community online of like writers and people interested in, in books and that kind of thing. So Anyway, that's kind yeah. of the project I'm working on now. You know what was so funny? Just, what? I just looked at that number 21 where it says, woman arrested for not wearing a mask in a bank. 
Think about that for a second. A few years ago, if you'd have worn a mask in you a would bank, have been arrested. Have, right. It's like this whole world is just upside down. That just struck me funny. Just, I just saw that headline. It's like, and, and you know, first of all, squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> Secondly, uh, pretty sure he's not listening to me. So it's no, a two-way street, no, guys. You have a Patreon. It's you a two-way street. You have a Patreon going and a Discord server. <laughs> so what kind of uh, what kind of benefits are you going to offer for your Patreons? Um, well. I I don't know. I'm still working on it. Okay. Well, hold on. I can tell you. Let me look at it. Um, so three tiers and um, actually, I don't know if I can get to it or not, but I'm calling them my visionaries. They're my visionaries because I feel like if you're a creative person, then you're a visionary. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. Are you're you going to have like... Creating um, something out of nothing? Personal... It's hard. Like special videos for your Patreons and yes. special... Yes. Like the first tier you get in there, it basically is just your key to the door. You get in there and you can introduce yourself and maybe, you know, have a conversation with other people. And then the second tier, we get on my Discord and have like write, writing sprints and things like that to promote each other to write and Q&As and polls and that kind of thing. And uh, maybe weekly chats, you know, for an hour just to get together and see how everybody's doing, what project are you working on, that kind of thing. And then the third level is we do like a monthly book club and um, we can maybe critique each other's work and just be kind of a small community of cheerleaders for each other, you know, and, you know, critique and edit and, and then people can see what I've been working on and just yeah. all kinds of fun things. Maybe good. even a live, maybe something live through Discord, you know, I, I don't know. I'm kind of nervous about that part because I don't really know what I'm doing, but. I support a couple people on Patreon and. Yeah. Um, one of them doesn't give you anything. It just he just asks for support, and I like his yeah. videos, so I support him. Yes, that's exactly what so it you is. Don't necessarily have to give anything. No, you don't necessarily have to. But my goal is, I want to just I want to promote a, a community of of people that like to read and write fiction, and I just it'd be fun to, you know, maybe start a, a group of people just to hang out with and have some fun. The bottom line is to have fun. Just have fun. You know, just have some laughs. Yeah. Get to know each other, right. that kind of thing. So I don't know. That's kind of what I've been working on lately. I know that the trailer is probably your big project right now, right? That you've been kind of been focusing on. Yeah, I'm gonna. We're gonna try to do a camping trip in August, in, in some late summer. So August, hopefully, hopefully fingers crossed. That's the goal. Hopefully, once it gets get through with the installation, things will go faster. It's kind yeah. of slow right now. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, okay. Well, and don't forget to check us out on YouTube. Right. YouTube, yeah, YouTube. If you're on the podcast, you can look at YouTube or Rumble. Or Rumble. Yep, we're on and Rumble as well. And if you're on the YouTube, we can basically anywhere that there's podcasts, we're on there. You're so, on the YouTubes. So you're not going to be able to get get away from us. <laughs> you can take us on the goal, or on the goal, on the on the go, or you can sit there and watch us be stupid. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. All right. Thanks for watching All or right. listening. Thanks for your time. Appreciate you guys hanging out with us. We'll see you next time. Okay, bye. Bye.